Welcome to Bridezilla's the podcast. All right, let's do this. This week it's wedding nine one one. You're not yelling at me and raising your voice in my. First up, a wedding planner survives Hurricane Sandy, but will her wedding? I had to get in my car and just drive around and look for a restaurant that had lights on. Then a caterer drops some knowledge about dropping some cakes. He just drops to his knees, looks at me in this sort of like crushed soul position. And I was like, how? Why? And we look back at some of the biggest bridezilla tantrums from this season. He's using my money for his wedding. That's what he's doing. He's using my money for his wedding. Oh my God. You may now fear the bride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bridezilla's The Podcast. I am your host, Selena Kopic, And I'm your other host, Julia Rossi. And we are both comedians, wedding experts. Selena has a phenomenal Twitter account called NYT Vows, where she just tears apart that New York Times wedding section, and it is fantastic. Oh, thank you, Julia. Julia is the creator of Bad Bride, a fantastic one-woman show about getting married and having a pretty bad case of cold feet. Yes, and I, I'm, I'm an expert in wasting my parents' money and getting <laughs> married when I shouldn't have. <laughs> and we are your hosts and resident experts in all things Bridezilla's, and today we are talking about wedding, wedding nine. Bridezilla, you've come so far. So far. You've thrown so many tantrums. So many tantrums. Pushed over so many vases. So many vases. Ripped so many people new. Oh, those poor buttholes. You've gotten everything exactly the way you've ever wanted it. And now all there is to do is throw on that dress, walk down the aisle, stick that ring on your finger and say, I do. Except right here at this very last minute, everything blows up in your veil covered face. 911, what's your emergency? My whole f- wedding. What if everything went wrong at the last minute? All your worst nightmares fulfilled. Your perfect day destroyed at the finish line. The cake gets smashed. The DJ quits. The wedding planner calls and says there won't be any food tonight. You need help. Serious, ingenious, brilliant help. And you need it right now. Selena, who are you going to call? Julia, wedding 911. You all should stick around because Bridezilla Taylor will be joining us to talk about that massive wedding breakdown. Yes. Can't wait for that. So I know. that'll be fun. So awesome. Yeah, it's nice to chat with Taylor. I'm excited too. Meg Hotchkiss is a wedding planner in New York City and the owner of LVR Events. She has planned hundreds of weddings and events and has saved many ceremonies by the skin of her teeth. She's a wedding rock star. She's a bridal wonder woman. She joins us today to tell us about her greatest wedding save ever. Please welcome Meg Hotchkiss. I didn't expect today to run smoothly, but I want to kill myself. (laughs) Hey, Meg, it's Selena. And Julia. Hi. Hello. I am so excited to talk to you because uh, I think especially New York City wedding planning can be a very unique beast. What w- would you say, Meg, was your greatest wedding save ever? A few years ago, I was working with a couple and right before their wedding, Hurricane Sandy happened. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pier restaurant um, right on the water. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And if they were right on the water, too. So did they end up just being, like, canceled? Or were they like, we're going to do it? And everyone just, yeah, just BBQ? They had this 
moment where they were like, oh my goodness, the universe is against us. But we had to have the wedding because the bride's mom uh, was from outside of the country and she had a flight booked to go back and she couldn't extend her trip. So we had to get this done. Like it was not, there was no question it was happening. So this poor couple's like, well, we're going to lose our deposit. How can we have a wedding somewhere else? And so I literally was so glad. I've never been more glad in my life that I drive a hybrid car because gas lines were crazy. (laughs) I don't know if anybody remembers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So I was like, no, no problem. I'll, I'll jump in my little electric car and find you a new restaurant. And so because phone lines were down, I couldn't even just sit and make calls like I would in a situation like this. I had to get in my car and just drive around and look for a restaurant that had lights on. And so, (laughs) yeah, so I did. And I found one and I was like, here's the deal. We have a wedding on Saturday here. And they were like, oh, okay. (laughs) Um, And so we we pulled it together. I found a, a local hotel that had power as well. We rented a couple of rooms, the last few rooms that the hotel had, and did a phone tree and let guests who didn't have power and water know that they could head on over to the hotel and take a shower and get ready if they needed to. And the florist went down to Philadelphia. I don't know where they found the gas for that, but the flower market in New York City was was pretty decimated as well. So if one more thing happens, I might need to run away. The florist went to Philly to make bouquets and we just kind of all pitched together and, and made a wedding happen in, you know, less than 48 hours. And that original restaurant that got flooded didn't even tell the couple until the day of the wedding they're like sorry yeah we're still waterlogged um, <laughs> like, and thank uh, god yeah. you were like yeah we already have a full plan in place <laughs> like, we're done they're about to walk down the aisle in another restaurant thanks <laughs> meg what is the biggest wedding fail you've ever witnessed i had a chandelier fall off of a ceiling at a wedding once oh my gosh <laughs> and shattered into a zillion pieces and like missed a catering uh staff person by like a couple inches that was that was pretty rough. That was that was frightening. I'm freaking out right now. Wouldn't you be freaking out right now? Seriously, don't judge me. Now, whenever I walk into a venue, I'm like, how secure are your chandeliers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had centerpieces catch fire. Um. <laughs> so as someone who's been around hundreds of brides, what would you say are brides often concerned with that they really shouldn't be? I feel like uh, sometimes couples tend to get in that mindset of what if what if this goes wrong? What if that goes wrong? And, and a lot of it is just completely out of your control by the time your wedding arrives. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell people all the time, having having a good plan is going to save you from stressing because at the end of the day, anything can be fixed, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, if a hurricane comes through, you have to know. I mean, obviously, you don't want to sit there while you're planning your wedding and literally think of every potential disaster in the world. I mean, that's that's what I'm for. Um, I have the, the backup plans and the gumption to execute them. But um, to sit there and stress about all of them is just opening yourself up to starting that day in a bad place emotionally. And I mean, it's supposed to be the best day of your life. So it's just a question of going into it and, and doing the, the homework on the back end and planning for, for some certain scenarios. Sometimes you got to just ride the wave and have faith that it's going to be okay. The wave from the hurricane. <laughs> yes, ride the hurricane, Sandy, wave. You got to surf, Sandy. <laughs> I know, truly. Oh, my gosh. So do you have any tips or advice for brides? My biggest piece of advice is to try to have fun through the planning process as well. Um, The day of the wedding, it literally goes by 
so quickly. You know, you blink and, and it's over. And you put all of this time and effort and money and sometimes tears uh, into the, you know, planning process. And it's sort of like a little way to cheat the universe and, and sort of extend the joy that you get when you're getting married is to, to try to have as much fun as you can. Meg, thank you so much for chatting with us. Yeah, thanks for talking, Meg. Of course, it was a pleasure. Want to work with Meg? Check her out at LVRevents.com. Coming up on Bridezilla's The Podcast. And now it's time to cut the cake and I can't find a bride anywhere. Plus, now it's time to speak with Bridezilla Taylor. If you don't have a plan B, you're pretty much going to be screwed if anything bad happens. And don't forget, she storms in to their function, which turned out to be like somebody's mother's wake. And she started screaming at them. During this season of Bridezilla's, we've seen some crazy ass and there have been some absolutely insane last minute ups. And the Zillas had to figure it out. So in honor of this season's biggest emergencies, we are going to play... 911, what's your wedding emergency? Julia, I'm going to play you a clip from Bridezilla's and you tell me what the wedding emergency was. Question, what was Bridezilla Veronica's wedding emergency? <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a time out. So you get that on this situation. You... You get out of this situation, okay? My New York, New Jersey's coming out. Wow. Okay. Well, I want to say the problem is, is that woman turned into a terrifying monster. Um, her fiance lost the rings. You are correct. Veronica's fiance, Jesse, he could not find the rings the morning of their whimsical woodland wedding. Ah, well, I love a woodland wedding. I know. I mean, don't you hate it when you lose the rings before a whimsical woodland wedding? I mean, standard operating, you know? If I had a dollar. Truly. Ready? Mm -hmm. Julia, what is Bridezilla Carmen's wedding emergency? He's using my money for his wedding. That's what he's doing. He's using my money for his wedding. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to sue the out of him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, off the bat, the emergency sounds like she says, oh, my God, a lot. <laughs> but is this the the groom ran off with someone? I think you may be thinking of Bridezilla Sam. Oh, who, okay. She, for a hot minute, her groom did not run away, but for a hot minute, she and her wedding planner, Ison, who is such a gemstone, the sunglasses, are you kidding me? They thought that the groom was missing, but he was not. But Carmen, no, 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 she was the one who her photographer took her deposit and then got the f*** out of Dodge. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, Julia, round three. What was Bridezilla Taylor's wedding emergency? Hey, where are you? We have to get this oh. wedding started. I have not heard from you. You are absolutely gonna kill me. My daughter has like 102 temperature. You're not going to make it? I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like, we are screwed. At this point, this wedding will not happen. I don't know what to say to you. I mean, don't you, re I mean, don't you rely on a job? I will, I, I will destroy you on social media. Well, who could forget? I know. The officiant. Sick kid. 
Ding, ding, ding. 1,000% correct. Yes, the officiant bailed, claiming that his kid had a 102-degree fever. That is the officiant she found on the internet. Mm. I think we can all learn an important lesson there. Yep, don't trust everything you download. Truly. You all should stick around because Bradzilla Taylor will be joining us to talk about that massive wedding breakdown. Yes. Can't wait for that. So. I know. That'll be fun. So awesome. Yeah, it's nice to chat with Taylor. I'm excited, too. This wedding will not happen. Now we're speaking with wedding MC Chris D'Amico. Chris has worked in the wedding industry for 20 years and has gotten hundreds of parties started. Please welcome our lovely friend, Chris D'Amico. The last thing I want to hear right now is you saying that it's okay and that I'm going to be all right. I'm freaking out right now, so please just stop saying it's okay because what if it's not okay? Things don't always happen how you think they're going to happen. Are we good right now? We're done? Hi, Chris. It's Julia and Selena. Hello. Hi, how are you? Great. How you doing? All right. Wonderful. So, Chris, you are a wedding master of ceremonies. Can you tell us more about exactly what that means? We handle all the formal announcements and coordinate with uh, the maitre d', the photographers, make sure the night runs smoothly so the bride and groom can relax and enjoy their party. We make 150 decisions that they pass not to think of. Chris, have you ever saved any weddings? Yes. Last July, we were literally three minutes away from grand introductions. As soon as I'm getting ready to line them up, the power goes out in the entire place. Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's not a place problem. It's a town problem. The grid went out completely. My DJ, um, who happens to be my brother-in-law, so he can't quit and I can't fire him, has an outlet in his truck to be used to, like, you know, if you got to blow up a tent, if you're on camping and you want to, like, just plug something in for the kids to watch their iPad. So we're like, pull the truck up. He pulled the truck onto the lawn by the set of French doors that led outside from the ballroom. And we ran a hundred feet of extension cords out just to power the DJ rig. With the moment I went, ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome. It pushed the power too hard and it shut everything down. There's only so much power. Mm -hmm. So now I just shut it off and I'm standing in the middle of the dance floor and I'm standing on a, on a chair and the red lights are on in the room. The emergency, the only lights in the room are the emergency lights. I'm singing Sweet Caroline, trying to get the entire room to sing along with me until the friggin' power comes back on again. It was just insane. And I turned to the woman because it was a, a like paid bar. You have to pay for your drinks. Oh, it wasn't an open bar. Cash bar. And I turned to her and I go, unless you want to see a bunch of rowdy people because it's 90 degrees outside and 110 here in the darkness, I would suggest you open that bar. Yeah. And she goes, yeah, that's a good idea. I'm like, yeah, I come <laughs> up with them every now and then. Go. Can I get you a drink? Yes. What would you like? Anything. You are a, a true hero. I'm a problem solver. That's what I do for my clients. What is the biggest <laughs> show you've seen at a wedding? <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it this way. I quit the wedding at the end. What happened? We got there and we were doing ceremony cocktail hour. Before we unload one thing, I go in and I talk with the bride just to let her know I'm here. We're unloading. It's all good. So I walked in and I had a conversation with the bride and I walked out. And uh, my brother-in-law, the DJ, turns to me and goes, what's with the f***ing grin on your face? And I said, you just wait, just wait for it. Wait for it. So now we're in the ceremony. She, the, the, the rabbi goes to the effect that you take him to be your lawfully wedded husband. And she goes, <laughs> yeah. And I go, there it is. She had easily have done a couple of lines in her bridal suite because her nose was all caked oh, and red. No, and no her tongue was numb. And I turned around and said, all right, so we're here. We're getting ready to set up. And she's like, that's very good. I'm glad you're here. 
you could say up. I'm like, oh my oh. God, you are higher than a kite right now. If stress was a drug, I'd be high as It gets worse. Oh my God. So we're getting through the wedding. We're getting through the wedding. They're getting more and more hammered as the night goes on. And now it's time to cut the cake and I can't find the bride anywhere. I'm looking all over the place. I'm looking here, there, everywhere. We were in a hotel. All of a sudden, the doors to the elevator open up, and out she comes. I go, we're trying to cut your cake. Where you been? She grabs me and ever so nicely says, I just got my period, and I had to smoke a bowl to take the edge off. <laughs> oh, God. Was she wearing a white dress, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why is this my so I get her into the room and I get her pretty much propped up to the cake. You know, I was about a half a second away from grabbing my hand truck and some bungee cords to put her up there. <laughs> so I get them both finally at the wedding cake. We do a nice thing. All right, you feed her, he feeds you. I said, how about a nice kiss in front of the wedding cake? And then he proceeded to almost like swallow the bride's head. It was that disgusting of a kiss. <sighs> like, I'm like, oh my God. That's now they want to do garter and bouquet. The bride's missing again. I can't find her anywhere. Where she was is she was hitting, hiding rather. And one of her bridesmaids, because she forgot where she put her garter, was tying a napkin around her leg. If you don't have the garter, maybe just cancel that segment. Also, no one really wears garters. I was saying that. I said, listen, we don't have to do that. No, I'm doing this thing. And her dress is like over her head. And it got to the point where it was just so bad and everybody was so trash and everything. I said, Chris, that's my, I said, take the mic <laughs> and say goodnight. I'm out of here. <laughs> and yeah, I, and I walked out and I, I said, I'm just going to go. Yeah, I think that's a good opportunity to do a little Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for chatting with us. You've been such a delight. Yes, thank you so thank much you for, for having us. me. If life throws you lemons, you make lemonade. That's the theory I have. I don't like if people are like, oh, a lemon hit me in the head. Okay, pick up that lemon, squeeze it, and drink it. Like, come on. This former cater waiter did one of the worst things you could ever do to piss off a bridezilla. Somehow, Kara lives to tell the tale. Hey, Kara, this is Selena. Hey, Kara, it's Julia. Hi, nice to meet you. Yes, lovely yeah. to meet you. So we know that you have a little horror story from back in your catering days. Yeah. Um, okay. I will uh, try to go back to this dark, dark time in my life. I was working for a catering company and we were doing a wedding that was actually out of town on a farm. And as soon as we got out there, uh, things just started going south. You know, every little thing that could go wrong started going wrong right from the get-go. And then it was time to go get the cake. And the wedding cake, because they're very large, come in, they come in multiple boxes because they're not just going to like, you know, kind of shove the whole thing in the back of someone's car, uh, which is good. So my boss grabs a big box with part of the cake in it. And I went to grab a smaller box with another layer. And somehow during the transit, it had all shifted towards one corner of this pretty large bakery box. So when I picked it up, the weight was entirely uneven and it just flipped out of my hands just immediately. I mean, I, I barely felt like I had even touched it. Oof. And uh, I screamed. I, I screamed like I had been like attacked physically and my boss wheels around and he's just this huge guy. He's this huge, you know, chef and he has full tattoo sleeves up and down his arms and really tall, really built guy. 
And he just immediately also just, he just dropped to his knees, holding the other cake box and sets it down and looks at me in this sort of like crushed soul position. And I was like, how? Why? How? (laughs) (laughs) Just for some reason, my brain just went to that Nancy Kerrigan video where she's just (laughs) on the ground, sort of screaming like, why? Why? God. And so we open the box and it's just a pile of cake. I mean, (laughs) you know, it's done exactly what you would imagine pancaking a wedding cake into a cement floor would do. Like, it's just... I cannot believe you did this. You ruined your own wedding. I just am bawling. And my boss, it looks like he's about to start crying. (laughs) And finally, he just kind of pulls it together and he's just like... Okay, just stop crying. We have to stop crying. No crying. There's no more crying. Whoever's fault it is whoever's not fault. I don't care. I don't want this right now. I don't. And he's like, okay, we just got to deal with the facts on the ground. And it was like, from there on, you know, we we just needed to come up with a, a solution for that. But we realized that the rest of the cake, because it was boxed separately, was actually completely fine. So we had this very vital tear that was just, pretty messed up but we the rest of it was all you know perfectly good uh and so what we ended up doing is we found the farmer uh the farm owner and he gave us some really beautiful um non-toxic flower you know flowers that are safe to eat and some fresh berries from the farm we're in the pacific northwest and they just have beautiful produce out there and we were able to sort of sculpt this cake layer back into something that was pretty convincingly cake shaped uh, maybe not, you know, exactly what you're looking for, but like... It's like a meatloaf, but with cake pieces, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of like spackled it back together, you know, more or less. And then we're able to kind of put it on a very, you know, put a couple of very clean layers around it. And my boss actually did a beautiful job of covering it with flowers and berries. And we kind of realized that was a gamble because, you know, there's one thing I've learned about uh, weddings is that people don't really like it when you like screw with their plans without mm-hmm. telling them <laughs> you know? uh, but it had been a very plain cake originally and when the um, dessert was served actually the bride and groom ended up they found us and were like oh thank you so much for taking the time to make our cake look so special like, we didn't really spend that much time thinking about it and oh, that's great. that was just like so sweet of you and we were like oh you know don't mention it just don't <laughs> don't even think about it actually you know, no problem at all nice to know there are some people out there that don't yeah, that roll with the punches yeah. and don't even realize your cake was dropped on the floor <laughs> thank you so much no, for chatting yeah. with us and uh and yeah. i think i want my wedding cake to be of your boss on the floor crying i think that would be a great yes, cake topper i know just a big big <laughs> man sobbing i know yeah like, how why <laughs> oh my god so lovely thank Kara, you thank you so much Kara, for talking to us absolutely no problem it was great talking with you now it's time to speak with Bradzilla taylor you know the one. I will destroy you on social media. Lovely. So without further ado, here to talk about her horrifying wedding emergency, please welcome Taylor. This was not my dream wedding, but it happened, and I have photos to share to all my social media friends. Hey, okay. Taylor, it's Julian Selena. Hello. Hey. It's great <laughs> to chat with you. Also, I really liked your episodes, and I thought you looked gorgeous on your wedding day. Oh, thanks. It was fun. <laughs> yes. So can you tell us about your wedding day catastrophe? 
I get a call from my officiant saying that their child was sick and that they weren't going to be able to make it. And this was at like 8.30, 9 a.m. And our wedding was at 10.30. So I had no idea who was going to marry us. I mean, who are you going to find in in that kind of time to come to a venue at 10.30 in the morning? I mean, it's not common to have a wedding in the morning. So after much deliberation, I asked my aunt to marry us. Um, She worked for our our church for several years and has done weddings and funerals. And so kind of last minute, just brought some family into it and asked her to help us out with marrying us. Once again, Taylor relies on family to save her day. I just got a call from my officiate that he's not able to come. So I need you to marry us. Are you serious? It's a good thing your hair is done because yes. I just sort of couldn't believe that your original officiant didn't say, you know, come up with sort of a plan B of like, okay, a neighbor would come over or something. You right. Know? Or if they had somebody else they could refer me to or something like that. I would have expected a little bit more, but it, then again, it was kind of somebody I found online, which is why I said I was going to bash them on social media so that nobody else would <laughs> find them online and use them. Luckily, I hadn't prepaid for it or anything, so didn't have to worry about getting a refund or anything like that. But Oh, just to throw that at me right right at the end there was not fun to deal with. And who do you think you took your anger out on the most when that all happened? Oh, I think I took my anger out most on my mom and my aunt, actually, even though I asked her to do it. It was <laughs> just, they were the ones that were right there at the time. Mm-hmm. So they were the ones that got the backlash of it. And I, I wanted them to solve the problem for me. I had so many other things to deal with. And then... I mean, it was my idea to ask my aunt. It wasn't anybody else's. So I don't know why she wouldn't have just like offered that up front. But I know that she definitely, she didn't want to do it. She even told me that she was only doing it because she loved me and that if it was anybody else, she wouldn't do it because she does not like getting up in front of people. And Mm. she didn't have anything prepared to say. I didn't have anything that I wanted her to say. So, I mean, she honestly just looked up some things online and it was a six minute ceremony, super quick. (laughs) But it got the job done. I mean, honestly, I would love to go to more six-minute ceremonies. I, I just went to a oh, Catholic wedding, and I was standing uh, up no. and sitting down and oh, sitting down and standing mm-hmm. up. But did this sort of build a bridge with you and your aunt, maybe? Because I know there was a moment after the wedding where, you know, your aunt spoke to you. And uh, how was how your relationship with your aunt now? My relationship with my aunt is... I mean, better than ever. We hang out all the time. That's great. Um, she's actually helping me. We, me and my husband are about to build a house. And um, we're kind of like in between places to live. And she's offered to let me live with her. Just she is, she is awesome. She's really helped me a lot and become a friend over the situation instead of just a family member. And actually, on that note, Taylor, do you have any tips for other brides who may have like Uh, a wedding that sort of has a catastrophe or takes a left turn or something unexpected happens? I feel like my biggest tips for brides when it comes to wedding planning is always have a plan B. And if you don't have a plan B, you're pretty much going to be screwed if anything bad happens. So if you don't have a plan B, you're going to end up spending way way more money than you're supposed to. You spent way too much money. Thank you so much for chatting with us. And uh, yeah, we wish you the best. I know. I hope married life is wonderful. Yeah. It's great. We're actually going out to dinner in just a few minutes. Okay, cool. Nice. Enjoy. It was so great chatting with you. All the best to you and Jonathan. Bye. Fun is fun. I've had enough. I did what she wanted to do. I'm done. 
Laura Halpern is the Bradzilla's showrunner and the snarky, funny voice of the series. You know the one. Once she is pageant perfect, Taylor explores the finer points of totalitarianism. Did anybody fix my cake toppers? Now it's time to go behind the scenes and under the veil with Laura Halpern. Hey, Laura, it's Selena. Hi, Selena. Lovely to chat with you. We are excited to talk to you today about wedding emergencies. What is the biggest wedding save you have ever witnessed? We did have a florist not show up and the bride completely freak out. And like her friends basically like went around and like found flowers. And that was really the only way that she could get down the aisle. So that was pretty, that was a nice save by her friends. I don't know if she deserved it, but. How often are things, would you say, left to the last minute? When it comes to weddings. So often. Really? Yeah? So often. Like what kinds of details? You know, time management's not so strong with mm-hmm. a lot of these brides. <laughs> and like everybody always forgets about the vows until the last minute. But they don't actually have any experience writing, uh, you know, their feelings. And they don't actually think about it until it's like the morning of. And then they're freaking out. Like, why am I not Shakespeare? And it's like, well, you know, historically you're not. So they just yeah. copy them from the internet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, like even Isaiah from Carmen and Isaiah, he cribbed mm-hmm. his from the Internet. Isaiah, if you could show your vows with one. Love is waking up to your smile. If you ever wondered what I value, baby, the answer is you. And if you ever wondered if I love you today or, or every day going forward, the answer is I do. Laura, what is the biggest day of meltdown that you have ever seen? One of the funniest ones was probably Tasha on the in the limo on the way to her wedding. I think this was season nine. She was like, she started crying hysterically because her she knew her groom to be was cheap and she didn't want to have. She wanted all beef hot dogs in her life, and she knew that he wouldn't buy her all all beef hot dogs. Um, Wait, and she what got, was like, he gonna buy her? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what's cheaper than I guess hot like dogs? The, the mix. You know, like the the mystery meat versions because they're cheaper. But this is what she fixated on on the way to the wedding. She's so cheap. <laughs> Jeff doesn't buy beef hot dog. He buys whatever's on sale at Walmart, whether it's goat, coyote, squirrel, or hamster hot dogs. It won't matter. And I want to eat beef hot dogs like in my own home with my own family. I want to eat beef salami. I don't want to eat bologna. <laughs> Or like the girl who broke into a funeral and got into a fight with them um, on her wedding day in her dress. Wait, what? Yeah, so, um, (laughs) you know, alcohol... Yeah. Wedding. <laughs> she this this bride. Um, she drank a little too much, and she was in the parking lot having like some kind of epic meltdown about I'm not even sure what anymore. It was years ago, and somebody yelled out a window at her, and she thought they were like harassing her. I think they just saw the crew, and they were like, "Hey, over here!" And um, she mo- storms in to their function, which turned out to be like somebody's mother's wake. And she started um, screaming at them. See, this is why no. I've been having edibles lately before weddings. And I, I think <laughs> if I were to get married again, I would want one of the appetizers to be ed- like little, like, you know, little milligrams. Chill everybody out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, they have like, you know, well, if you're in California, I bet you could have like an all marijuana wedding. Girl, yeah. I just moved to California two months ago. <laughs> so we are all. Well, then you are in luck. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, <laughs> Laura! Has have you or the crew ever had to step in to like help fix a wedding disaster? No, because here's the thing: <laughs> that's not what we're there for. Yeah, yeah. You know, I television. Mean, <laughs> like, hey, let's. 
let's help this girl out and make save her day is not really the MO, to be honest. Oh my god, I love it um, so much. I mean look, yeah. we don't we don't hinder like we're not gonna cancel the florist on them. I know everybody thinks that we do that sneaky stuff. We don't. But we're also not gonna like go, you know, save the day either. We're just there to witness and then mock. Yeah. Oh my. And I uh, love. And you mock. You do so beautifully. Mock thank you. you do. <laughs> yes. Laura. Thank you so much. Thanks for chatting with us. Thank you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Make sure to catch Laura and all the Bradzilla action on WeTV. All right, Selena. You know what time it is. We're gonna take what we learned and we're gonna etch it in stone. This is the vows. You know, there was so much good advice today. I think I vow to not do coke at my wedding. Bold choice. Yeah, I hear you. Julia, my vow is to not book an officiant off the internet. Mm. Yeah, I'd say maybe don't do that because they're going to be really happy to cancel if their kiddo is sick. And you know what? Babysitters don't exist in the world, apparently. Selena. Julia. Well... The show has come to an end. God, can you believe it? We were I, so young when we started. Uh, it just led up to the most important podcast of our lives. I know. And I hope I wasn't a podzilla. Ooh, new term. I know, but you know what? This pod, this podcast was, was so important to me. It's the most important podcast of my life. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to take a moment and thank all of our listeners. You've been yes. amazing. And we're so happy to have gone on this crazy journey with you. Yes, thank you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching the amazing show. Thank you for listening to all of our crazy ass stories and guests. And please make sure to check out Bradzilla's Where, Selena? We TV. TV. Bye. Bye.